0: What's up, everybody? This is Mark Larson, and you are listening to the Handyman for Your Life podcast, where we talk about life and the people who are living and helping others live their best life too. I share with you the tools, concepts, and ideas which will help you live your best life. In this community, I am determined to help you believe and see that if it's possible for them, it is possible for you too. It is time to get the life you've always wanted. Well, welcome to um, number one episode of um, Handyman for Your Life podcast um today i've got my wife cheryl joining me hello and she's going to we're going to do a little bit different she's going to interview me and tell you a little bit about um, myself and herself and our life and what we have planned for this podcast where we how we got to the point of doing a podcast um anything else cheryl do you think we
1: no, I think we'll just start with, uh, tell them about your name.
0: Okay, um, my name is Mark Rudd Larson, um, the Rudd is kind of unique to, as a middle name or a name period, um, it's a name that they tell me that anybody who has Rudd in the United States, I'm a related to. For one thing, they, um, when they came over from Europe, they added another D, because it's spelled R-U-D-D, but in Europe it was R-U-D, so they said, that's why they think I'm related to anybody that is a Rudd in the United States, so, um. So, yeah, that's kind of how my name... Well, well,
1: you have have two last names, basically. I have two last names. Yes. Rudd and Lawson are both last names. So you have two. Anyway. Yeah. um, So we live where?
0: We live in Minden, Nebraska, which is in south-central Nebraska. Um, We're very close to the geographical center of the United States. Just have to go a little farther south um, into Kansas to get to that. So... um, so yeah, that's kind of where we live. We live out in the middle of um, nowhere with a whole bunch of turkeys and deer and um, uh, mountain lions and all things. Uh, we have kind of a pet bobcat, which uh, has actually cleaned itself on our back step, which is kind of cool, and um, still wouldn't want to be at the end of those paws or anything, but uh, um, yeah, we have five acres here in South Central Nebraska, and it's kind of our zoo. We yes. we have plenty of wildlife, which is so awesome. So, yes.
1: um, so why don't you tell them about college?
0: um college um actually went to college over in Kearney, nebraska which at that time was Kearney state college uh it is now the university of nebraska Kearney. that is actually where i met cheryl um she had come from Greeley, colorado and uh, met her i think it was the very first day and um still remember her being in the back of the room and um yeah that's kind of how we met and um It took a long time.
1: Yeah, he's (laughs) slow (laughs) learner.
0: I I would agree on that. Took us a long time. So, but yeah, and I actually got two different degrees at um, Carney. Got one in business administration and one in geography. And um, usually (laughs) have not used the geography one much. Um, Wanted to teach people how where things were at in the world, but so far it's been basically the business degree Um, and a very good school, and um, it's been awesome getting my my education there. So. Well, you, you've
1: used the geography to a certain extent with our travels. So. Yes,
0: um, Cheryl and I, that is one thing that we um, like to do. Cheryl and I like to take mini trips or larger trips, but um, a lot of times when the weather is nicer, we take, um, and everybody around here would attest to that, we um, take a lot of mini trips, um, day trips or overnight trips, and uh, we like to explore. Um, never never go tired of that. It's just... In fact, last year we went down to Kansas and went to Manhattan and threw hatchets. And uh, you never know where our, our um, travelers are going to lead us.
1: That is true. So, um, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about your life after college? What? Okay, did. after
0: college, um, with the degrees, I got a job down in Dallas um, learning how to manage uh, restaurants uh, for this company it was it was good i mean the company was good uh, they just had you work too many hours a lot of times the hours per week were 100 hours a week which is um good way to get burned out and then they which was good because i was being promoted but they moved me numerous times in one year and um i really just didn't it was not living it was definitely not living uh, had a lot of respect for people in the restaurant business, a lot. Oh, so
1: hard work.
0: Yes, and then after that, I came back to Nebraska for a little bit and found a job down in Omaha. Which, um, in my book, it was actually worse because it was learning how to be a shoe store manager, and um, it was all almost all commission. So, and um, let me tell you, you have to sell a lot of shoes to make much money in that business. So, so my dad um, and my mom both knew that I was being frustrated and asked if I wanted to come back to the family farm is what and that's what um they had always done since they moved back to nebraska cattle and farming and um and i decided i did want to come back and farm with them and farmed with them numerous years um found a place right away in minden so um and that kind of got me started in the farming business farming aspect of it so and um during that time cheryl came back to nebraska from colorado Mm -hmm. and um we she was here a couple years and then we finally decided to get married uh, i think cheryl had hit me over the head with that yeah it's okay. <laughs> so um uh, but anyway we got married and um and moved to actually the farmhouse which my parents had always rented um the people wanted to know if we wanted to buy it so we bought this house and um actually bought a quarter of ground and um farmed for with my dad and, and my mom for a lot of years Um, until basically 2000 and then in 2000 uh, my dad decided he kind of wanted to get out of cattle and I did, too. It was not one of my favorite. I liked the animals themselves, but not really one of my favorite things. <laughs> my, my sister likes the animals much better.
1: I like animals. I just don't like Yeah. Yes. So, um,
0: <laughs> So um, did that. And then for a couple more years, we farmed. And in the meantime, in 2000, in the fall of 2000, I started the handyman business, which I just got done and finished within um, 21 years. Uh, offline handy business. Offline handy business, I should say. So, but... Um, that is when that started but in 2002 i went full-time handyman and um went along pretty well actually first i had to advertise the first year but after that it was word of mouth which is the best advertising there is and have had um over the 21 years amazing people Um, they've all really um, become great friends and still even after i'm done with handyman they're still very supportive in fact a lot of them say now i can just come over and have something to eat or something like that and um that's uh, the kind of that's the kind of awesome people i've dealt yes. with over the years you you work uh, for
1: some older ladies yeah. and that's when you started drinking coffee a lot yes and- i
0: did not drink much coffee before i started handyman but um my grandparents would be proud of me because they tried over the years to get me to drink coffee and i did not care for it but um i made up for lost time i drink i definitely drink coffee now so um so but no it's been wonderful the handyman business offline has been great and i would miss those people but it was time for a change it was just time and um the thing that really brought the change around the most is um i mean cheryl in our married life has had cancer numerous times and um in 2005 she had with ovarian and dealt with cysts and everything else but the one in 2015 um when we discovered because we were getting ready to celebrate our 25th anniversary we're going to go to england actually we we're going to go to cornwall and we were going to do that like for 10 days and but we thought we better have um physicals so i got my physical first and very uneventful so that was good and we thought now i'm sure we'll needs to get hers and um that didn't turn out so well um took her into her for a colonoscopy she was one of the i think the first one that day when i came back at noon to pick her up they told me to come back uh knew that was not good um then when i came back they told me they had found what they believed to be cancer and um Got you into, you know, very quickly. Yeah, to get surgery the the, 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 chem, the chemo, booth yeah, just a few. But yeah, weeks. and in the, the, the they took the part of a colon out, and then um, they put her on really intense chemo for what six months. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that was tough. I mean, it. I feel for the caregiver. I mean, it's tough for the person going through it, but the caregiver. Um, I did not realize how much that was getting to me, but it was. I always say
1: that the one that's hard, the hardest side of the bed is the one standing out of the bed, because emotionally it's harder.
0: It is. And then when when you lost your hair, because I don't have much hair, so it's not a big deal with me, but you have lots of hair, and when you lost your hair, or when most of it, and I had to shave it, that was um, really one of the toughest deals that I've ever done, but... um, fast forward you beat the cancer and we just were at the oncologist last month and you still have so that's a blessing and we both agree that looking back that the cancer was a blessing because it um woke us up to you know what's important in life let me tell you cancer or any illness is very um brings clarity because you definitely know what is important and what is not important in life and um brought the point brought the point home that if you're going to do something you better plan on doing it today because none of us are guaranteed another day tomorrow so um that's kind of what got us on the start on this journey to get to this podcast because after uh 2015 and all your cancer stuff and being you know getting over that we decided that um bit was searching and um search for um, i thought i wanted to be a life coach you know so i went out to san diego and there's nick and uh, megan unsworth's business life on fire and um trying to be a life coach um, and met an amazing lot of people that were there also in fact these people are still many friends today and they um have helped me along the way on this journey too but um you know if it hadn't been for that initial i don't know if we'd be here today but um,
1: Well, you discovered connections are important. Yeah, connections so, are very yeah, important. Maybe you so, should tell them a little bit about some of the connections you've made online with people like Carter. Yeah,
0: that. yeah, no, the, the connections are very important. And, I mean, Katie isn't one that really got us started. I mean, she had me uh, meet so many awesome people and got me started with Thrive, uh, Make Money Matter, with the Hatter family out of California, which has been a blessing. In fact, I just got done helping them in November out in Vegas um, do a conference. Um, I, I have Katie to thank for a lot of things. Maybe we so, should
1: clarify who Katie is.
0: Uh, Katie Lasky is just one that was out there. She was actually helping run uh, the the Life on Fire, and because it had a, like a three day um, conference, teaching conference, and she was one that was helping them run the conference with Life on Fire. And um, we became friends very quickly with her. I well, mean, she
1: was also your coach, wasn't she? Yeah, you? and
0: she was my coach after I got started with Life on Fire coaching. Um, awesome coach. I mean, she's just an awesome person anyway. Um, one that's been through a lot of things in her life, but um, awesome yes. person. So, but anyway, that led me to, um, you know, we kept on going, kept on meeting these people. Um, in the beginning of 2019, I actually was online and found this survey and filled it out and it was actually being um conducted by carter carter Surach, out of michigan and filled it out and we hit it off immediately and um and he became my coach for nearly two years and he really is the one that got us to this point because um he thought we needed to do um all this, I mean, the coaching and all this website and all this other stuff. And he has taught us so much stuff over the the years that we've known him, which will be coming up soon on three. I can't believe that. But um, he taught us how to do website. And um, so we decided we wanted to start something that would help change people's lives. So we started with his help, uh, Compass for Your Life, and um, got that going. We got um, Compass for Your Life Facebook group, which we are now at 2,100 members and more and growing and um he taught us how to do i mean this um how to do youtube videos videos i mean he's taught us so much merchandise yeah and merchandise and all that stuff all to help people and um you know he's the one that got me to this point i truly doubt we would have gotten at least right now to this point if it hadn't been for him and he's a very very good friend in fact i consider him my brother um he's awesome so but i want to do a shout out to carter and um so, but but anyway, that's um, kind of got me to the fact that I realized that um, you need to hire coaches because they shorten the learning curve, um, getting stuff you want, and um,
1: well, it's all about connections, and that's yeah. what your whole goal for this is connecting. People. Yes,
0: yes, and just like the person who um, is helping me with this podcast, you know, get it started, Crystal. She's one that I met at the conference in November. That was at Life, not that was at Thrive. I should say. And uh, met her day one, and she told me how she had done been successful with uh, podcasts, and I knew I wanted to work with her right away. And um, she's she's awesome too. She's just so awesome. So lots of energy. Yes, lots of energy. So um, so we just have recently gotten started, and um, I, I look forward to working with her more. So, but. But no, we just came up with the name Handyman for Your Life podcast because I have been a handyman offline for 21 years. And what you do as a handyman is these people call you or get a hold of you and have a problem. Well, you go and um, help them take care of that problem. You find a solution. If you can't find a solution, then you find somebody who can. But you stay with them until it is done. And that is something that, um, that I been looking forward to doing online because I find and over the years Cheryl and I have tried numerous things with people who have sold us the the product or whatever and then left and you know I don't know why that they think that I guess I can know why cuz he can't find them, but, um, why it but why should be any different doing a business transaction online than it is on an offline and um, I'm here to change that that's what it's going to be different um, with with compass and with the handyman for your life podcast we are going to have people that that's what the aim is to get people to come to us and with their problem and we're going to take it and we're going to find a solution and we are going to stay there and i want it to be a family i want to see how you do it i want as they talked about in, in life and fire the ripple because there are so many people out there because i get asked daily um how are you doing this Well, you know, if those people knew how to do that or, you know, had the support all the ripple of good they could do in the world would be um, so awesome. And right now with COVID and our governments and news media continually hammering the negativity of everything going on in this world, you know, we need more positivity than ever. And that is something that my wife and I both have found that things have not changed that much. The only thing that's changed is government and the news media. Because there are still a lot of good people out there, and they want to do good. And I truly believe want everybody wants to make a difference. I don't care what, to, what people say. They do. Deep down, some people don't realize it, but I believe they do. And that's what we're here to do. Uh, we're going to accentuate the positivity, and we're going to find people who are doing that also, how they do it, um, everything about it. The, the tricks are in that tricks, but, you know, the 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 way they got to where they are so they could make a positive difference. And um, that's going to be highlighted in uh, this podcast. And, um, yeah, I just think that um, there's so little of that in the world. And um, look forward to... I mean, we've had a lot of people I've asked to be guest speakers or guest talk, you know, guests, guest, I should say, on this podcast. And I have had not one turn me down yet, which is so awesome. I'm so blessed. And... Um, yeah incredible people yeah and they're incredible people these people have made a difference they know it's possible and um they also know that um the positivity in this world and the people have not changed it's the other people that are trying to continually hammer you down with the negativity and how bad things are in the world not true you know it's not true there is negativity in the world Um, but it is I would guess not any worse than it was before all this started a couple years ago and um
1: I think every generation has had their challenges. Um, we have our challenges for this generation and this time. Yes. So what we want to focus on is how you make a choice to be positive. That's pretty much what you're talking about. Yes. Our choice yes. to be positive.
0: Yeah, and how you do it because sometimes it's tough when you've been so down and so negative that it is, and um, it's got we've got to change it. This world um, needs all the positivity you can. And we need to do what they've done with negativity. We need to do it positive, positivity. Um, we, it's past time to do that and show them that the world is still a good place to live. And uh, that there are a lot of great people, positive people that are out there. So um, that's kind of what we hope to do with this. And. Um, and I'm sure we'll be a guest speaker every once <laughs> in a while, if she wants to be. And um, I think that's kind of awesome where you do the interviewing. I think that's a good way to do that, actually. So, um, but do you want to about some of the guest speakers? This, or are you about I think we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that for another podcast. So, but, but no, right now, I think that pretty much wraps it up. You kind of know a little bit about both of us now and the people who got us here and the situation. And um, yeah, it, it's interesting how something negative concerning the positive it? so it is it's a choice yes it's a mindset you have a choice to always look at there's always a the positive there's always something positive so um, with that um, thank you for joining us on our first um episode number one of the podcast um handyman for your life look forward to joining us on episode two with a guest speaker that is still um we'll announce that later but um plan on doing these weekly and um We'll go with that, and thank you for joining us, and we'll talk soon. You